whether or not you've got eggs. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to the 79th episode of COP. It's me, your host. It's Maddie, the co-host. We're yeah. both co-hosts. And we're doing we're taking it easy this episode, okay? <laughs> We've done seventy like I said, seventy-nine episodes, big number. We've done a lot of them. And I think it's time, you know, we've tried really hard in all of them. This one, let's take it easy. Hey, okay. That's jalapeno. He's joined the episode two. He's a good little bird. I think he's in, he's got insightful commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like I said, we're going to be taking it easy. Uh, you know, we can't be on all the time. Right. Here's what we're going to start with. Cowboy Bebop the movie. <laughs> okay, okay. We finished the show. We then started watching NGE. I think safe to say we both fell in love with the show. Then we watch a movie and then we go, oh shit, we were supposed to watch Cowboy Bebop the movie. Let's do that. Matthew and I, we make a little plan. Let's watch it this day. Okay, I pop the popcorn, season it, butter it, get the snacks. I'm so excited. I love that show. You know, the movie is going to be that on crack. And then we watched it, and Matt, how was the movie? Uh, it was a little disappointing. It was a little disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, not a lot of bags here, folks, unfortunately. Uh, what you're looking at here is a very long episode of Bebop, and not one of the great ones, or maybe even one of the good ones. It's got slick animation, and uh, you can tell that's where a lot of the money went. And, uh, I don't know, it's just wasted potential above all else, that's it. It's an episode of Bebop that's stretched, like, so thin. Paper thin. Yeah. That there's so many scenes to pad out the runtime of just pure exposition. And it got to a point where, like... They ended one scene of exposition, I was like, oh, thank God. And then they cut to another one, and then the characters just start dropping exposition, and I type in the chat, like, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes. Like, oh, my, here we go, here we go. And that's what the whole movie is, like, there's this villain in the movie, and they spend about half of the movie just talking about him, and how crazy he is, and how He's bad he is. crazy! And they don't show it, they just tell you. And, yeah, it's really... Like, Jet does nothing in the movie. Mm -hmm. Ed is on all the time, and it gets really annoying in a two-hour-long movie. Mm -hmm. One thing that really pissed me off is that this movie, the music, it seems like they were doing the music live in live time. Or what's the word? In, in real time. In real time. Um, because there are scenes where, like, they're supposed to be music like they're doing an action scene and then like 15 seconds in they do they do the action music it's like the guy fell asleep and he's like oh, oh. like i can't believe nobody like proof watched this and was like hey this looks really bad because there's one scene where 
army guys are just talking to uh, to more army guys, and there's action music going on while they're talking, and then it cuts to a chase scene with uh, Jet, or not Jet, a Spike in the swordfish, and then there's no music for the action scene. And then it keeps going for a couple minutes, and then action music. I was like, what the, what the hell? What, ha- what happened there? Yeah. So I, awkward. Yeah, uh, there is some weird... Like, I guess sound editing choices yeah. there that were just noticeable, and I was like, okay, whatever. It, to my understanding, it's the, like, original team working on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, granted, like, I think four or five years after the show has ended, or the last episode has aired. Yeah. So I guess there was some time within development there. Um, what's disappointing the most about this is that this is the story they went for. <laughs> It's so uninspired. Yeah. It's just, there's this terrorist guy and he wants to blow something up so then they have to stop him. Yeah. That's not what I want to see from a Bebop movie. (laughs) If you told me beforehand I'm watching a Bebop movie, I think they're going to try this epic Western sci-fi thing. Yeah. Something, you know, a little more ambitious. But this story is just like, it's what you walk into on a Saturday afternoon (laughs) and any given summer weekend. Yeah. Vicious is not really compelling. Who else is new in this movie? Vicious? Or not Vicious, sorry. Um, fuck, what's the guy's name? Sydney. Um, Sid, uh, Sid Ferocious. Uh, <laughs> Simon Ferocious. Simon Ferocious. Uh, Simon Ferocious. Uh, he's just like an evil bad guy. They talk about, about him a lot, but he's not really interesting. He just has like a backstory with some military biological experimentations and who cares Um, (laughs) and they did that before yeah and then they're doing it again uh so this is the villain we get for the bebop movie okay what's his lady's friend's name i don't know uh call her robin robin ferocious yeah um she's okay she just she's kind of a generic like tough character that's it um there isn't a lot of the stuff you like the most about Bebop, which, like, you know... Like, that was my issue. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, they, <laughs> like they missed the point. They w- went back and watched the show, and they took they didn't focus on the right things. I yeah. don't know. This should have just been such an easy slam dunk, yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, we watched the end of Evangelion, and that has, like, everything that people... Like, us liked in the show. There was big robot fights with Asuka and the mass production Evas. There was lots of gore in that, too. Um, Soundtrack's great for that movie as well. There's a philosophical... Or the the psychological stuff. There's the great sci-fi fantasy stuff at the end where he becomes God. And great animation. There's, like, everything that you like from the show. And then, yeah, Cowboy Bebop, like, what do you like? Um, you like the Western-inspired stuff. You like the noir-inspired stuff. You like the action when you get it. Like, even Cowboy Bebop, the movie, they end on this big fight with, between Spike and Simon Ferocious uh, on top of this roof building, or the, the roof of a building. We've seen that before on the Andy episode, and they did it better. Yeah, that one was way that yeah. was way better than the whole movie. Yeah, I tell you, and like that whole fight was supposed to be tongue in cheek because in the show or in that episode, everyone's talking about how like Spike 
and Andy are so lame. Like, if you get caught by those bounty hunters, like, you're the worst criminal ever. And then they're having this huge, intense fight scene at the end of the episode. That's funny, because they're just, like, they're, they're nobodies. Yeah. Having this fight scene where, like, the building's collapsing, and Andy's on a freaking horse. He rides, like, it's, it's, it's so campy. There's no camp in Cowboy Bebop, the movie. It's just, like, they drained all the influence from what they were doing in the series like, yeah it's just it's just so standard like you know as you said when we were watching it just because you smoke it's not a western <laughs> you know like why did they just drop that so completely like you're, you get a chance to make you get one shot to make a bebop movie and this is what the movie you kind of make disappointed very disappointed the quality of it really is that of a movie that's called X the movie yeah because that's that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> it you know, was so long. You know what? It's like maybe it wasn't meant to be something ambitious. Maybe they just had another idea that was too long for an episode. And like you think it was a paycheck thing? No, but maybe like maybe our expectations are too high. Maybe they just wanted... never say that. <laughs> never say that, Matthew. Maybe they just wanted the Bebop to movie to be a long episode of Bebop, but it's not even a good long episode of Bebop. That's just what sucks about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You should you watch it if you watch the rest of the show. Not necessary. You really don't have to. Yeah, it just takes place between like episode twenty three and twenty four or something. They just say that because all the characters are still there. Oh, okay. Because Ed Ed leaves in twenty four. I'm pretty sure. So they have the characters there, and it's just like another adventure. So you, you know, I think if you're gonna watch Bebop, you should end it on the last episode, which yeah. is a good finale. Yeah, I mean, I I would have liked to see like a post episode 26 bebop as a movie but i guess they really wanted that to be the final thing yeah because you know they have the the big farewell and they have like the grand credits at the end you know it scrolls from the sky to space and you have that lady singing that nice song but oh well oh well Maybe yeah. ne- better luck next time, guys. Maybe the Netflix series will scratch our itch. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Um, so that's that. Was there anything else that we watched that we need to talk about? Uh, Escape from New York. Other than that... <laughs> um... Did you see uh, any good movies lately? Not Dark Knight Rises. No. You are gonna like pl- you because you like that movie. Yeah, it's Please, okay. Please, like seriously, convince me why I should like that movie. I don't think you should. I I know it's not really a great film. It's just. But you like it. It's okay. I, if well, I, how many how, how many bags? It's been I I haven't seen it maybe in three years. Mm-hmm. But my rating at the time would have been three out of five bags. Okay. Uh, if I had watched it again, maybe that would change. It almost certainly get bumped up to five out of five bags. It's a phenomenal film. Caitlin, how many bags for The Dark Knight Rises? I forget most of it. So maybe like five out of ten. Fair. Five Fair. out of five bags. That's a good score. Five out of ten. <laughs> Oh. I don't know why they made Bane Kermit 
It's just so, it's so weird. Like, I forgot that his voice was like that, and then the movie started, and I was like... <laughs> his voice is so much louder than everyone else's. Yeah. You almost have to, like, turn down the volume. The audio is mixed so poorly. Like, we're watching the movie, and I was constantly, like, turning the volume up, turning it back down, turning it up. Like, I could not... Like, the dialogue is... Nolan, buddy, mix your damn audio. <laughs> Hey man, just get like an engineer or something, man. They know what they're doing. You you don't. Sorry. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't want us to hear his movies very well. I guess not because he won't let me. All right, for Dark Knight Rises, I'm gonna give it a five out of five bags for now as a placeholder rating, uh, and then next week we'll do a full review and in-depth analysis of the ending. Was it his trilogy, like, planned? Or was... He was like, I'm just gonna make a Batman movie, and then they were like, that's good, and went from there? Because they make Batman Begins, and then they make The Dark Knight, and then they make The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, um... I honestly don't think it was. I mean, I don't know the facts, but he has a tease in the first movie, but supposedly, and I mean, you always hear rumors about this, and I don't... I can't even, you know, I don't even know how true this is. Mm -hmm. But supposedly, like, he wasn't even really planning to do anything more after Batman Begins. It was just to be, supposed to be, like, an origin story movie, and then it's like, hey, that's it. Have fun. But then he, I guess he liked it enough that he made another. Uh, You can tell it's not planned because the third movie is not a satisfying end to it. Yeah. To to the saga, it's... Why do they tease Robin and then we never see Robin? Why did they do Robin like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, they fucked up, okay? No one fucked up. It's not a great film, not even a good film. Um, But hey, remember that part where he goes to the cafe and he smiles? Wasn't that... Okay, you know I hate that. Like, What does that add? Dude, he gets to know that Bruce lived a good life after, and he finally finds happiness yeah. after being Batman, bro. He said that that was his, like, wish or whatever, so wish came true. His so wish came okay. true. Oh, okay. It's so beautiful. Cry, so then, weep. So then his grand, like, his sacrifice wasn't actually a sacrifice? He didn't sacrifice anything? But he's... <laughs> Uh, it's the symbolism. It's the symbolism. Mm, like Prince. Yeah, just like Prince. Yeah, that was really lame. And like, and then he fixes the autopilot, but doesn't tell anyone for some reason, just so the audience can be shocked. He forgot. He was busy dealing with mm. pain. He, he wanted to disappear. Mm. He was like, this is my one shot. I'm disappearing. I'm saving the city, and then I'm gone. The Bat and the Tumbler also in those movies are so goofy. Like, anyone would see them, they'll be like, yeah, that's a hard-working American citizen that's uh, operating that and can afford it, yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's a very small pool of people <laughs> who could, like, access that, and then, you, you know, don't worry about it, man. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like, it's Batman, it's cool, okay? Why, don't we, why can't you just say that? It's cool, it's Batman. Say it. It's cool, it's Batman. Well, that's I guess it. he must have known, because in Batman Begins, he teases the Joker. But he just did that, like, oh, later on, Batman sees the you Joker. Think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to make a movie after that. But that's why, that's why I just, oh, the Joker's here. It's, that's like a classic origin story thing. Like, oh, this character that is irrelevant later on is <laughs> making a first appearance. Wink. That's it. 
Did you see... Uh, I give Batman Begins uh, f- four out of five bags of popcorn. Four out of five for Batman Begins? Yeah, I give four out of five bags. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I would say I like it around that level. I give Batman 1989 three out of five bags. Kind of a boring movie. Not... Rip too goofy for me. Well... Jack Nicholson, like... Goofing around and splashing paint on paintings, it's, like it's it's, it's so fun. goofy. It's like fun. he just goes up to the mayor and kills him. It's fun. It, it's I'm sorry. It's like it's fun. Who's having fun? <laughs> kids I mean, watching that. Like it must have been big with kids because like no grown up is watching that. And he kills people. It's an adult film. Right. Michael Keaton as Batman, stiff neck, turning his whole body. <laughs> Look, I thought you said that they made it for kids because at the time, like, comic books were for kids only. They made Batman 66 for kids. Yeah, the the TV show. Well, they made the movie for kids, too. Burn Batman for adults. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Right. Yeah, the Too night- many Batmans just kill them off and be done with it. No more for the rest of the eternity. That's Too a much- lot of money to, yeah. to throw away there. Who cares? <laughs> DC. Warner Brothers. Yeah, I guess they only have Batman going for the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. Matt, resident comic book expert, does DC only have Batman going for them? Be honest. That's all they got. That's Fuck. all they got. That's all they got. That's Who their has Deadpool? It's Marvel. Well, there you go. Is Deadpool good? He's, he's like half of a vibe. How Not many, a full vibe? How many bags for Deadpool as a character? Like, he's annoying, yeah. but, like, it's a nice change from, like, the formula. So, seven out of ten. Ten bags for Deadpool? Okay. Yeah, I'll say the same. So, three and a half out of five bags for me. It's for rare exception. In the comics, it's good, but I don't, like, I don't like Deadpool in the movies. Even though he's, like, the same, I just don't like it. You don't like Ryan like, Reynolds? I don't like the idea that Deadpool is real. But it's just... Doesn't seem like it's real. like it should be a cartoon movie instead. No, like it's a comic, so you know it's like fake. But when you make a movie out of it, it seems like it could be like in real life in some universe. And mm. I feel like it should just be like art only. Well, yeah, that's why I said like I think that would work. That usually works well for animated stuff. That's why I think like anime adaptations don't really go that well. The video game was good of Deadpool. Which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did the your dad play it? No. You played it? No. Who played it? PewDiePie, probably. <laughs> probably? Where do you know it from? I saw someone play it, but I was not, I'm not sure if it's him or something. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's him. Okay, you're pretty sure you saw it, and it was good. No, I did see it, and okay. it was good. Oh, okay. How many thanks for the video game? I only remember, like, one scene, so, like, 10 out of 10. Mm. Wow. The rare 10 out of 10 uh, in cop history, and we get one here, folks. I also watched a Bo Burnham special. Did you see that? Yeah. I thought it was uh, a bit long. <laughs> it was a bit long. I think I agree. It's not long the second time. It should be an hour. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out again because there are things like Animal Collective or Animal Collective where you kind of have to really listen to it a few times you to get it into it. a second chance, maybe. Yeah. And a third, and maybe a fourth <laughs> even. Like, it was boring the first time, but then you hear the songs, and then it's like a worm, and it goes in your brain. Like a funky worm. Yeah, and then you can't 
got rid of it. So then you listen to the songs, and then I was like, oh, I need to watch it again. And now I'm a normie for life. <sighs> I hate normies. I'm a lifer. If, you, if there's any normies listening right Turn now, it off. log off. I don't want you listening to the show. Shit. Yeah, sorry. See ya. Yeah, the Boat Burner special is pretty good. There's some funny bits, but like, I don't know if it was I supposed to be watching it as a comedy special no. or no? Dude, no. it's experimental. It's whoa. <laughs> no, it's supposed to just. I think it's a time capsule it's, it's of life in quarantine. Mm. We it's about how we live in a society. It it seemed like a really long Pink Floyd album. <laughs> is that good though? Not if it's too long. Not the long ones yeah. actually. Yeah. They they gotta keep it short. Like Dark Side is kind of riding that line of well, wish you were here. Kind of did this already. <laughs> let's wrap it up. All right, let's go home. I like the sock bit though. That was sweet. Yeah, the sock was. Fun. There's some funny bits in it. Um, I kind of watched it and I thought some of the songs were catchy, but I didn't really think about it much after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm giving it. Um, a Netflix special out of five bags. You uh, should watch the explained videos on YouTube. No, I yeah. think I have yeah. sufficient understanding. No, because they talk about stuff you don't even think about. I think about a lot of stuff. No, uh, I think I got I, it. Yeah, I think I'll be good for now. I don't. You guys are the ones sounding like normies now. <laughs> I'm a normie. I'm a normie. Okay, I'm a closet normie. You got me. <laughs> Shut up the podcast, then. Sh- shut it off. Luke. Only Shrigma males can listen to the show. <laughs> I like that Bo Burnham is making comedy, though, that can actually appeal to people our age, and he relates in a very real way, other than, like, a show like F is for Family, where it's I hate my wife and I hate my kids. Why I oughta. Like, that, I'm over that, you know. Like That's such that. a classic setup. Is, ah. Wife bad. Punch wife. wife. My kids are lazy. Ah. Yeah. yeah, no thanks. No, it's reminiscent of your own parents. No, not mine. I think my dad loves my mom very much. No, just like the vibe, not like actual stuff. <laughs> the vibe of your parents hating yeah, like each when other? Yeah, like when you were young and then your dad gets really mad at you for something stupid. That's so funny. <laughs> that's pretty relatable. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. That's, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's got diminishing returns. You know, like, some things do it right, some of them don't. I like the neighbor who does, like, coke all the time. Vic? Yeah, he's he's a shrigma male he's through and through. <laughs> Are they still making that show? I don't know. Are they still making BoJack Depression also? No, it's finished. Good job. Are they still making Big Mouth? They just cut a season, like, last year. You watch it? Yeah. Atta girl. I don't watch it because I like it. I just watch it because I started it, so I kind of have to, like, finish it. Mm. Like, it's not so bad that I'm like, I have to turn this off. Yeah. But it's pretty bad that I'm like, just be over, please. I'm tired. It's okay. You can quit any time. I can't. I can't. I need to see an animated girl get her period. I'm sorry. Uh. I just need to. All right, we're at halfway here, so I'm going to eat some food. We're going to get settled in and uh, finish off the show. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Uh, should we finish this? First what? Uh, upcoming superhero movies and oh, series. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, the show could be okay. The Did comic- y'all see his app? <laughs> What's yeah, his app? I saw his app. It's like Instagram, but just him. 
Yeah. He, what? And everyone made fun of him for it. I think he deleted it. Oh, I don't remember that. It was like Instagram, but like only his pictures, and you could only interact with like him. And why did he do him. that? It was just I don't know. It's just like that's the most vain thing I've ever heard to promote himself. He, he's an actor, man. That's like the name of the game, bro. Who would? Yeah. Oh, I, I only have limited storage. Should I download Flappy Bird or just look at the pictures of this man? I love Jeremy Renner. I don't know what else to say. He's worth that extra 50 megabytes. Yeah, I'm seriously not watching another Marvel or DC product until someone I, tells me that it's good. How about Black Panther Wakanda Forever? That's Is that the title of it? Yeah. No. That's kind of like rude. Are they recasting? Yeah, yeah. No, they're um, not recasting him. What? They're not going to recast him, though. No. They're just going to have the other characters. No way. You're off your rocker. You they're not recasting. Pan- I'm telling you. They said they're not Black recasting. Panther. They're just never going to have Black Panther again. They will. Look. Look at this movie coming out July 8th, Yeah, they're not going to have that character? Oh, no, they'll just be like, oh, she's Black Panther now. So basically, but they're, they're not going to recast T'Challa, no. No, let's skip it. Give it ten years. Wait, go back, go back, go back. I like how they're making a spin-off of the go Suicide back. Squad movie before With it's the out. Rock? Yep, he's gonna be Black Adam. You guys know Black Adam? Nobody does. Nobody cares about this character. And they're giving The Rock um, two hundred and fifty million dollars to nice. shit up the theater. He's not even a good actor. Is that Shazam? Shazam's like enemy and, and that's that gonna be the next Shazam movie? It's he, Mm, you will no there's gonna be like Shazam 2 and there's gonna be this I, sh- I don't care because Shazam was good it was pretty good yeah I like 8 bags minimum you gave 8 bags yeah okay. it, was, it was like it was back to like some movies just capture that spirit no. like a Sam rape no what uh, we're looking at the new uh, uh. film called The Marvels uh, yeah and what it'll have is um they do this on your phone. The clicking is going to be so annoying. The, the fans want to hear. We're almost done. The fans don't want to hear clicks. The fans, take the clicks, okay? We're doing Blade. Okay. We're doing okay. Armor Wars. We're doing Wonder Woman 3. We're doing Iron Man. We're doing the Spider. <laughs> we're doing... This is what they This is what I wanted to see. Mega City 1. Okay, Carl Urban really wants to put on the Judge Dread helmet and boots again. I'm sure he does. I like that they pre-emphasize that. He wants to do this. He really wants to. No, he wants He's to a fan. Back. It's a fan favorite role. And fans have longed for him to reprise the role ever since Dread became a cult classic. Cult classic. Cop. Well, reviewed on Cop. Reviewed on Cop. That's what it says here. The movie is currently being reviewed by Cop. Nice. This TV series was pitched back in 2017 and is apparently being retooled. Oh, that would be good. Over the years to focus on the character America Jera. Okay, so not Judge Dredd? No, or... unfortunately. But it's Judge Jera. Mm. Nice. He's really excited to reprise his role in one scene. <laughs> In one scene in where one he says... He really wants to put on the helmet and boots again, so he won't return as the lead in the series. <laughs> nice. And that's it. Deadpool 4. <laughs> Wait, Deadpool another f- one? They're going to make them until we're all dead. This is what they should cool. do. They should stop. Mm. And then wait like two years mm-hmm. so they can mm-hmm. actually have time to come up with something that isn't garbage. <laughs> and then after that, they can make a movie and they can like actually spend a decent amount of time on it instead of pumping it out like every month. And then we Go get off. some good content that isn't just the formula over and over and over again. You know, people complain about that sort of stuff now that, oh, we have too many remakes and too many movies based off of things. But 
I think it's always been like that, hasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know what the data is in terms of, like, is there just a greater percentage of remakes and reboots and franchise continuations now. I think that might actually be the case. But, yeah, it's always... Movies have always been remade or retooled kind of thing. They were making Dick Tracy movies and stuff like that. They were remaking earlier movies like The Blob, The Fly, The Thing. They, I feel like they've always been doing that. They've been remaking, like, classics. Dracula has been redone so many times. Frankenstein. When the new Frankenstein dropping? Hopefully, uh, soon. In, I mean, uh, The Invisible Man was really good, so... Oh, yeah. They have the potential to take, like, classic universal monsters and and make them great mm. we've been trying to watch um francis ford coppola's dracula movie but keep keep pushing it back but God, i want to watch it kind of sucks i don't i i'm i have high hopes for it i think uh i what think about- you should lower him well i'm gonna raise him well that might not be in your best interest well we'll see what about monster high school or whatever is that what it was called? No, but that's what Monster I Monster mean. High School? There was this movie that I found where it was, like, all the classic universal uh, horror movie monsters as, like, teenagers. Basically, Clone High the movie. <laughs> yeah, basically. What a classic premise is. What if we took these famous characters, but they're in high school now? Yeah. So inventive. They're doing that now, but instead of teenagers, babies. Like, Total Drama Island, babies. Mm-hmm. Muppet babies. SpongeBob oh. baby movie or whatever. Yeah, SpongeBob TV baby TV show. Boom. Mm. I'll be watching that. So, if you, you if you love a character, why wouldn't you love the teenage version of the character or the baby version? Mm-hmm. Worked out let- well in The Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let these actors rest. I'm sure the guy who voices Spongebob wants to die right now. I'm sure he wants him another paycheck. He can get royalties forever. They're rerunning that shit constantly. But more money. more mm-hmm. Another Lamborghini. <laughs> another. Ferrari, too. I'm sure the the world of voice acting isn't terribly lucrative, so I'm sure he's gonna be riding that SpongeBob train until that gravy train until he dies. Do you yeah. think kids now know SpongeBob? Yeah, yeah, it's still huge. It's still being shown on TV. Same with like Fairly Odd Parents. <gasps> he's cross. no, but they, he has a sister now, and it's so awful. Oh really? Yeah. SpongeBob is cross generational, you know. It's, yeah. He is becoming God. God, in a way. Yeah, I don't really know what else is big with kids. I think, like, Lego Ninjago, is that a thing? And, like, I don't know. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite, even kids are going to grow up and look back on the game and say, man, that sucked. No, I'm pretty sure it got ruined already. I'm pretty sure it's over. I don't think think it's so booming. I was watching a live stream and someone was like, yeah, like, something happened in Fortnite and it got, like, wrecked or something. I don't know. I don't think so, pal. This is because gamers complain about everything that they have to Okay, do you want to talk about Escape from New York? And then we can talk about other things if you want after that. No. <laughs> Thanks for asking, though. Alright, so... I'm gonna give that movie... Uh, what movie were we talking about? We're talking about Super Monkey Ball 2 for the Nintendo GameCube. That one, I'll get four to five bags. Hmm. So, Escape from New York. <laughs> Here we go. 
Okay, read this in. Uh, read that synopsis. In 1997, when the U.S. president crashes into Manhattan, now a giant maximum security prison, a convicted bank robber is sent in to rescue him. So now, now read the Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus. No, I don't think I will. So it's directed by John Carpenter and also written by John Carpenter and Nick Castle. Do you know who Nick Castle is? Um, he, he what? I'm guessing he didn't found White Castle. No, he is Michael Myers in Halloween. Right. He wrote it. No, he is Michael Myers, but he co he co wrote Escape yeah. from New York. But weird, yeah. Nick Castle is the shape of evil in Halloween. Like the original or the yep. new world? The original. Nice. Yeah. And apparently, yeah, he is a writer, and I think he's directed some stuff as well. 13 writer credits, 14 director credits, so... What has he directed? Um, let's let's see. see if I know any of this. Tag, I... The Assassination Game, The Last Starfighter, The Boy Who Could Fly. Oh, The Last Starfighter is one of my manager's favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never heard of any of these. I know Dennis the Menace. Did he direct that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Was that with Macaulay Culkin? No. That was, Macaulay Culkin was in Richie Rich. Richie Rich? Rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, like, see another boomer comic that just became a movie. I can't wait till they make a family circus movie. That would be so good. That would be so good. It'd be hidden, man. Why is it raining? Because an angel is crying or something, and that's the joke. It's so... Uh, capital W wholesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. It makes me feel warm inside. Yeah, that comic sucked. That was always one that I'd read as a kid. I'm like, am I missing something? Is this, like, too experimental for me? It is. No, it just sucks. It's actually, it's avant-garde. It's daring. That's what people don't pick up on. No. Uh, what was the one comic with, like, the blonde kid and the ginger girl? And that wasn't Foxtrot, was it? Um, What's, what else? More details, more. The blonde kid has glasses and he's a nerd. There is the older brother. He has brown hair, a bit shaggy. He's like the cooler brother. Yeah, that is Foxtrot. That's Foxtrot. I read that one. I read the one with the shark. I shark read Boy and Lava Girl. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I read the Army one. What was that one called? Uh, Beetle Bailey. Yeah, which I think like Beetle Bailey reminds me of uh, It's All Well the Roswell. Yeah. Um, Fry's Uncle Agnes, or whatever his name uh, is. It's Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You ever think you like girls because you're supposed to? All the time, man. Never say that ever again. <laughs> that is, it sounds homophobic out of context, but it's a joke in the show because Fry wants to be al alive. Anyways. It does because Fry hates gay people. Yeah. John Carpenter, Escape from New York. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I'm watching the opening credits. Yeah. Music composed by John Carpenter. I'm like, what the hell? This guy makes music for all of his movies. The music is always good. I check, like, does this guy, is this guy, like, in a band in this side? Is he releasing music? No, he's not releasing any music. I was, what the, like, shouldn't, don't, 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 don't you think he should be releasing music? Um... Yes, but I, I just think he, I guess he's just not interested. It'd be nice. But then why doesn't he hire, like, a composer? That's, like, people who have a group project, but instead of, like, divvying up the roles, they just want to do everything. 
Lucas, I guess. Listen, he's a dedicated filmmaker. Mm -hmm. He respects and holds the craft of cinema in such high regard. Yeah. That he understands that, you know, music, that's just accompaniment for a film. Because Mm. film is the ultimate art. Well, you're not wrong. It is like every. It's all of them. Yeah, it's every one of them. So Carpenter, he he does what he has to. So Carpenter, he directed this movie called Escape from New York. Uh, what year did it come out? Nineteen eighty-one. Rating. Rated R. And runtime. Ninety-nine minutes. Ninety-nine That's minutes. One minute shy of a hundred. And Kurt Russell stars as Snake Plissken, who is just a solid snake from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Jima kind of just ripped that off, but. You get a pass, buddy. Uh, and yeah, so if you've ever played a Metal Gear Solid game, that's basically his character. He's like, he's just kind of like a hard ass. He's tough as nails. He like talks like this the whole movie. <laughs> he is solid snake. He's a solid guy. Basically, he gets, like I said, he gets sent in to save the president of the United States, who is a British man named Donald Pleasance. Or played by Donald Pleasance, which was a bit immersion-breaking. I don't think there's ever been... Well, there's been a British president, but it's been a while. You know what? I want to say that um, we're going to make the first inductee of the Cop Hall of Fame, Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Uh, this is maybe the third or fourth movie he's been in. Let's Phenomena, get... Halloween, THX. Let's give a round of applause for hey. Donald Pleasance. Caitlin, get in on that. So, congratulations to Mr. Pleasance in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, he plays the president. Uh, he doesn't do that much, though. Caitlin, give us a sound effect. Caitlin, give us a sound effect. Of what? Anything. Whatever. Just... <laughs> no James Charles... We, can- we don't, don't condone his action. <laughs> Jimothy. How do I do an asterisk in, in s- when I speak? How do I do that? You gotta censor the name. <laughs> Charles. Jonathan... <laughs> Uh, Charles Dickinson. Charles Dickinson. But um, you know, this movie kind of has the same pacing as They Live, where it's like the movie's going steady, and then at the end, it seems like they're rushing to the finish line. I don't know if you get that, but they're just like the whole movie. Oh, it's fine. The president's fine. The president's fine. The president. Uh, can we count on the end? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean, and I don't necessarily disagree. Um, I'll say this, the pacing maybe is arguably the worst part of this movie, Mm -hmm. and especially because in this, what is ostensibly an action film, there isn't actually that much action, or like what you would come to expect in this type of 80s action movie, but I didn't mind that that much, but I will agree that it's, at times can be a little slow, it's just Carpenter style, you know, he's very deliberate, Mm -hmm. you know, he works in genre stuff, his action horror sci-fi and he just likes that build-up he likes to wait he relishes in the tension that's just his thing i guess i guess i didn't feel a whole lot of tension in the movie that like there were some scenes where like oh you gotta escape from the crazies but we don't see that much of this world this new york i would have liked to see more of it yeah and get a bit more tension and whatnot um I, it was kind of prophetic that he made this movie, though, because there was a huge crime spike in New York City in the in the 90s, which this movie is, like, set in. 
These guys have a crime spike every other decade because it's a shithole. It, it was like it was like legendarily large. I forget. They say four hundred percent in this movie. I don't know if it was that, but it was crazy large. I think it was because of the crack. Yeah, it was crack or meth or something. I think crack. Yeah, uh, just the CIA just really. They, they that was their golden ticket idea. That was, that might be their most successful project yet. Hey, you want to try some crack? Okay, and then what? <laughs> Peace out, bro. Hey, you want to try some LSD? Oh, no. What? All right. I'm going to set bombs. Oh, no. Uh, oh, we made the Unabomber. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it was prophetic. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't recognize any of the actors except for Harry D. Stanton. He plays this character named Brain. He's called Brain, but he's not that smart. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't live up to his name. So that was odd. And he's in Alien as a bonus situation's buddy who just says right all the time. He's the engineer. Yeah. He's the little engineer, yeah. I know Isaac Hayes. He does music. He did he this. Does? He did the soundtrack for Shaft, and he did. He has like he just does like soul albums. Really? Yeah. Are they good? I've only listened to one and hmm. the Shaft, uh, like soundtrack, Shaft. but but those are pretty good. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do some black exploitation, guys. Don't worry. We were gonna do that at one point, like a whole month of it or something. Like in February. That yeah, we should do that. It's too late now. It's June. Well, there's going to be another February. What if we don't make it until then? We'll make it until then. What like if we're on episode. Have a big frenemies moment. What if, what if we have a frenemies moment? And I say I want my crew to be working on a cop instead of just your crew. My crew of just me. You're going to be replacing me. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, that might cause some there, tension. There's just not enough. There's not equal input here. Is what I'm feeling. So I just feel disrespected. Yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> So I just, I think maybe we should go in a different direction. Yeah, well, we'll see. Is that Kirby? Oh, uh, Kirby the dog? Yeah. Um, th- it's out. been like two two weeks since I saw this movie. I really don't have a whole lot to say, but I liked it. Um, like I said, the world building was good. I wanted a bit more of it, but it was, it was good. It was not great. Um... Like, they tease stuff, like, oh, the crazies live in the tunnels. Like, show me the tunnels, then. Come on. That's not in the... No room in the budget. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I remember this, too. It made me cringe every time, because the uh, Twin Towers make an appearance in this movie. It just, and uh, planes are flying nearby them, uh, and I'm like, ooh. You know, they keep talking about it. Like, the Twin Towers... It, <laughs> maybe the terrorists got the idea from all the movies that showed the destruction of it. Maybe we just did it too much. Watch out, Golden Gate Bridge. Night, I guess. <laughs> it's um, gonna happen tomorrow, and the CIA is gonna come for you. Hey, wasn't us. The CIA is gonna just erase us. They're gonna, they're gonna head to everyone we know, and they're gonna say you're gonna unthink these guys. McAfee us. They're gonna McAfee us. I don't even get the conspiracy theory. Like, why would someone whack him? I don't know. Because, I don't get it. Because, uh, I, I don't know, I haven't looked I, at I it. I think he just killed himself. He, maybe he did, but never trust the official story. It, That's journalism. Like, Epstein had reason to be whacked. Yes, he had, sens- he had sensitive information, to say the least. What did McAfee have? Uh, 
an annoying vi- antivirus <laughs> software. He knew all the details about viruses, so he had to get rid of them. He was going to hack the United States mainframe. CIA mainframe and steal the country's greatest secrets. And they had to silence him. Enhance. 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 I'm in. We watched a movie. Was that Escape from New York where they enhance? I don't remember. Yes, it is. Yeah? They enhance and they're yeah. just like... This make pixels. You just you just go beep boop bop. Like that, I can't do that. That's not real, guys. You can't just make up make make up pixels. pixels. You Don't can... think too hard, dude. If you have a mega powerful computer, it can predict the pixels that are missing, and it can make more. <laughs> I wish. I wish. So in the future, in the year twenty, what year is this set? Nineteen ninety or nineteen ninety seven, something like that. Yep. In the faraway year of 1997, we will have that kind of technology. And then they came out with Mario in the, in the 90s. <laughs> with Mario? Good not Mario. I guess they were already doing N64 at that time. I'll give them some credit. Yeah. 99 was Smash 64, I think, so. Yeah. They're doing Mario 64, which looks terrible. Not age well. But that's not what we're talking about. Matthew, what would you like to say about Escape from New York? All right, I got some notes. Here's mm-hmm. what I had to say in my notes. Yeah. Hit me. You know what? Here's what's here's what's nice about the movie. It's got a nice atmosphere. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's very moody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of impressive. Just a desolate wasteland. You know the setting is really good. It's an impressive scene, I have to say. Um, this Manhattan Island that they have, which is like this giant prison. Yeah, they're just like go crazy. I don't know how they're making food or getting any food or eat each other. Yeah, they're eating. They're eating rats. Oh. They're growing hot dogs in the Central Park. Okay. In the fields. Y- you know, it's one weird aside that I thought of after watching this movie. There's a lot of DC content inspired by this, I like to think. Now, I was thinking of a Dark Knight Rises a little bit. Because they do that thing, and I don't know if this is, like, the genesis of that trope. But where it's like, we'll have a huge city and, like, all the prisoners are loose. They do that in Suicide Squad. They do that in the Arkham games. They do that kind of in Dark Knight Rises. They let all the yeah. They stole that from real life Australia way back in the day. They stole that from real life Australia. Did they do that? Oh yeah. It used to be a prison for like. Oh right. Yeah. It's just like. I'm sure the indigenous people there love that. (laughs) Just uh, a ton of criminals, pissed off criminals. Like oh nice, thanks guys. So chill all of you. So sicko mode. That's so sicko mode of them, honestly. <laughs> the atmosphere is nice. It's it's got a good. It's a very moody film. Lots of shadow work. The lighting also is very great. Um, you get like you switch yeah. between like the fluorescent, like sheen of the police yep. station and the military centers, and then you switch back to Manhattan Island, and it's just lit by garbage mm-hmm. fires. And the occasional gunshot. It, it's a very well-done film in terms of ambiance and that kind of thing. Very realistic of New York. It's very realistic. I've been, and I have to say that it's... I don't want to go there. It's a one-to-one. You're just missing the rats with pizza slices. <laughs> There's no pizza rats. There's no pizza in this, which means it's not a real New York movie. But the the delinquents are kind of like the rats. They just kind of swarm around. They just yeah. Go. It's funny because then Snake will ignore them. Because they're not, like, a threat to him. And I thought that was weird. Because in a film like this, usually they'll treat everybody as, like, a clear and present danger. And it's yeah. like, oh, I gotta take him down. 
but he easily discerns between the ones that aren't a threat and will throw like cans at him and then run away mm-hmm. versus like the gang members who are trying to kill him mm-hmm. there's some nice touches like that to the film is that it for my notes no but i'll give you a chance to speak like I said, this has been two weeks. I do agree that, that the ambience was nice, especially, and the score helps a lot. It's just, like, seeing him run through the place and you get that nice music. The cat and mouse chase and, like, the villain in this movie like, was, like, it was it was good. Um, I like the design for, what was the villain's name? The Duke? The Duke. I like his uh, his car, how it has, like, two chandeliers for headlights. He's a pimp. He's a, he's a pimp through and through. The Is that what he was? I don't know. That's the he. That's definitely what they're trying to go yeah. for, like a Harlem yeah. pimp type deal. That's hilarious. There's um actually some decent humor in this movie. Um, the cabbie character I like. Yeah. That one guy. He's like the goofball. He says, "Hey, R.I.P. Man, he dies." Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there's a little running joke that they have where people meet Snake and they say, "Hmm, I heard you were dead." I didn't get that. It's just it's just a joke, I think. That's what they were going for. Because every character says that they're like, you're Snake Bussin? He's like, yeah, and they're like, oh, I thought you were dead. What's a joke? It's just, everyone keeps saying that. That's a joke, I think. I don't think that was a joke. Well, it's just because, like, supposedly his backstory is that he robbed the Federal Reserve. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I guess people assumed him dead. It's just fun. The fact that they have so many characters repeated makes me think it was... Uh, I, I didn't think it was a joke. No? I didn't laugh. Wow. Not funny, Why didn't not? laugh. Why not? Why because did I, I didn't think it was a joke. I thought it was just people, it was some lore, like he was some crazy, amazing criminal. But do you think he's? Do you think it's funny now that I told you? Not re- No, not really. Can you laugh a little bit? Uh-huh. Uh, can you? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah! Here's what I like about Snake Plissken, okay? He's like a caricature. Yeah. He goes, ah, slow yo roll, chemo sabi. Psychomantis. Face camo. And he's going, huh, it's one-liners, and I don't got time for this. Yeah. And he's got an eye patch, and he's got a tattoo of a snake. That was, that was a bit much. That was like... That was kind of stupid. He to remember his name. <laughs> that was a big... That was a big dick moment from Mr. Carpenter, when Snake Plissken, at third act reveal, he has a snake tattoo on his stomach. So tasteful. No. He's Snake Plissken. That's like if he... you had like a a, <laughs> a New Testament Matthew quote on your stomach or something. That would be... Hey, man. Next next time we're out for drinks, man, remind me about that. That's it. It's cool, man. He's just... A, he As a character, he doesn't really have that much dimension. But I don't know. He's just kind of likable. I like Kurt Russell in this. And I like him way more as this type of character than like... Jackass with bravado, like in Big Trouble in Latina, it's just kind of annoying that way. He's way better in this. He's also annoying in Guardians Two, which I rewatched recently. It's barely in that, so cool your jets. He, that movie fucking sucks. Well, it doesn't. He was cool in Death Proof. He was cool in Death Proof. Was he good in Hateful Eight? Yeah, and he was good in Iron Man. He wasn't in Iron Man. <laughs> oh, those Jeff Bridges. <laughs> And Jim Bridges was okay in Iron Man 5. Yeah, he was good in The Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's alright. Maybe it's time to retire, though. What? It's over, man. It's sad that it's done? Fuck it. I don't want to hear it anymore. From her, Kurt Russell. We're watching this movie, and Caitlin's like, Kurt isn't a real name. And I'm like, yes, it is. And she's like, nobody is named Kurt. 
Can you fact check? Is Kurt uh, short for short for Curtis in this guy's case? Oh, that makes sense. But I don't think so. Curtis Russell. I don't think so because and his decay. brother Jimmy. No, it's just Kurt. Kurt Vogel Russell. Kurt uh, Vogel Russell. Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt is a real name for real people. How She's many? like, it sounds so weird, Kurt. I know Kirk. Oh, Caitlin Kurt. doesn't sound weird. I know like thirty-two Caitlins, so. Okay, just because it's not common doesn't mean Kurt it's weird. just. It sounds like it's a word and not a name. It is a word. Like it is a word. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So why yeah. is it a name? Because uh, that's heavy. You like, like, wouldn't name a kid short. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of cruel. Well, like, if you named him short round, you wouldn't do that. Well, you name him Little. Chicken Little. Stuart Little. Biggie. Smalls. Why would he... Who names their kid Biggie Smalls? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> who names their kid Tupac? Tupac? Tupac. What is that? With a two there? Two-pack no, shaker. There's, there's a story behind that. When the mom was in the delivery room, the dad got a two-pack of beer instead. So <coughs> he got a two-pack of beer? Yeah, so then he, the mom was like, what do you want to name him? And he said, eh. Yeah, two-pack. And he looked at what he had in his hands because he missed the birth. He said, ah, two-pack. <laughs> a two-pack is like for a nice summer afternoon. Just You just need two. Uh, so Snake is kind of cool, mm-hmm. but he's just, you know... Here's the thing, like, it has a lot of 80s action cliché. Wrap it up. Huh? Wrap it up. But, you know, there's a skilled uh, hand at the camera here, so I think it's pretty good. Uh, You want to hear what else I have to say? No. Um, I do. um, The gladiator fight was cool. That was, yeah. And also I like the scene on the bridge where Brain gets blowed up. How many times have we seen that gladiator fight in a movie? Uh, too many. But it's it's human tradition. It's just like the easiest David and Goliath ever to do. It's whoa, and then he beats him. He whoa, that would not happen. Oh no! Hey, I've heard this one before. I like the bri- uh, bridge scene where Brain gets blowed up, and then his his girlfriend is like, "No, I'm gonna stay behind." Because Brain was her whole life. She had no reason to that's live. That's sad. Yeah, he's get a life very woman. Unfeminist yeah, cringe. Yeah. He wasn't that interesting of a guy either. But hey, love is makes you do crazy things, man. What can I say? You know what they say? Love is blind. Did they say that? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a quote from the room. Um, how many bags for that? The room? Yeah, since we haven't reviewed it yet. Uh vetoing the bags until the interview yeah if greg hey he's listening right now yeah i best be seeing you come march or no november november yeah hey we love to have you man i'd love to have a doink with you buddy <laughs> you think you would Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah, and then maybe he'll bring Wizzo, too, and then he'll be like... I don't you know. want me to tell me Wizzo. <laughs> he can stay a don't safe... Don't say that! He'll come on the show! He can stay a safe distance from me. No! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can have James Franco on instead. No, mm-hmm. he's cancelled. <sighs> They're all cancelled, damn it! <laughs> Who can I... I don't even... What did he do again? He was just texting some 16-year-old? There was a... Yeah. There was a thing okay. a couple years ago where he's like, you... <laughs> I've... 
he met a fan at a concert and she was like yeah i'm 17 and he met james frank james franco met a fan at a concert or something like that okay and then he was like hey let's hang out hey he kind of did the ben affleck thing where he's like it's It's me me. and dude like can you imagine being this thirsty (laughs) and then she was like i'm 17 and he's like haha okay call me when you're not Uh, that was it he didn't actually do anything with her. No, but it was weird. It was he was creepy and obsessive. It, nothing criminal for sure, but it was just like, haha, Drink James, why bars. are you so obsessed with this random girl that you? Well, saw? How was he obsessed? He just kept messaging, he was messaging her, and she was not interested. And he was like, he just like she it. said, I'm not interested, and then he kept going. Yeah, Doesn't that's matter fucked if she up. Said it or not. Well, no, well, what? Doesn't matter if she has to say that she's interested or not. Don't be creepy. Period. It's just such a bad look. Yeah, it's just yeah, a huge yeah, bad look. Like it's just the thing where it's like with Ben Affleck too. I was like, really? This is what you guys are stooping to? Well, the Ben Affleck thing was funny. I don't think that was <laughs> even. I don't even think that was creepy. It wasn't creepy. It was, but it was, was like it was. Funny. It was, it was yeah. kind of that's that's post divorced Ben for it's sure. It's me. Like he like someone unmatches with him and he's like, wait, come back. <laughs> I, I'm Ben Affleck. Like I think well, like she thought it was a fake yeah, account. So yeah, that makes sense. Where yeah. he's like, it's me. It's yeah. Like, but he was so just confirming it's not a fake account. But he was so thirsty that he's like, "Hey, like, so is something gonna happen?" Or no? No, he's just like, "It's me." Like, it's I'm Ben Affleck. Look, guys, Ben has been in rough shape since the divorce. Let's send. Who's him- he married to? Uh, Jennifer Garner. Who's that? Thirteen going on thirty. Thirteen going on thirty. You know, Electra in the Daredevil movie where he was Matt Murdock. No. Well, she got she was in that movie and she got a spin off movie. Um, What's her name? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Not Gardner. Yes, nice. Oh, she looks familiar. Okay, cool. She's in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Not a a lot of good stuff, to be quite honest. Not seeing any. Uh, Going on 30 was good. Yeah, 10 bags. She said bad uh, style. Mm. She's in Juno. Juno. Yeah, she's in Juno. Is she your friend? Isn't she the mom in Juno? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember her. I just remember the dad. She's in uh, Alias. I don't know that show. Oh, she's in The Simpsons. Wow. Wow. Her and everybody else who can get into the Fox studio. (laughs) Oh, she's in Dude, Where's My Car? Okay, she's good. Whoa. It's you haven't seen that movie. It's a it, bro. It's like a classic. Like man, dude, where's my car? The Ashton Kutcher. Two potheads wake up after a night of partying and cannot remember where they parked their car. Classic. Oh, yeah. That's such a classic setup. Two potheads forget where they parked their car. Oh, potheads be like, ah, oh, I have AIDS. <laughs> like Hera than Kumar. That's, a, that's, that's an A-plus film. I'll give that five bags right now. That movie kind of sucks. Yeah, it I've does. seen it three times, and it's really like, not that funny. But, dude, when they go to White Castle, those burgers... They look so good. Those burgers come. Those burgers come, man. Hard. <sighs> yeah. Mm. <I'm, laughs> Don't. No bags for that. It, like, I, yeah. It's not. It's really not that funny. Yeah, That's all but, I know Bobby Lee from, too. But it's such a classic s- setup. Two sports. <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> They're really hungry. <laughs> And they have to go get burgers, and then they do. I saw the word, um, she's in Law and Order, wow, Spin City. It made me think of Meat Spin. And no, there, no. 
there there was this uh melee player who made his tag meatspin.com as a joke because he lost a bet and then twitch banned him for a week that's you just can't that's not the kind of content we want kids to see you can watch on Twitch girls in bikinis and hot tubs writing people's names on them. Yeah. But no it, it's It's really weird, their their whole thing. Like, Mango, like, humped an anime figure as a joke, and he got, like, a day ban or something. It's perverse. Okay. Yeah. To say think, the of the, think of the children. Please. Well, somebody. <laughs> the parents can't. Regulate what their kids watch. Please think of the children. Look, you know... Think of the children. Think of the children. Um, so yeah, that's our review for no, Escape from New York. No bags. No bags. Okay. Next week, we're doing Wild at Heart. By who? Dave. No. The white boy summer fucking legend, David Lynch. You like David Lynch. Not a racer head. Why? So blue pill. my life. I, apply, <laughs> apply filtered? Literally. Literally. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It makes sense. No, make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. Your art school project is a racer head. Oh. A racer head is the movie that everyone in film class 1000 says... To the prof, have you seen a racer head? That's my favorite movie. Also, I really like movies. I'm like a movie buff. That's the movie. Base. That's me. That's base. Me. That's me. That's us. That's us. No. Us. We're film students, and we, you know what? We didn't go to film school. We went to films. I went to film school. <laughs> oh god. I it was went to film school for three hours a week for a semester. Was it worth it? Yeah, the baby. Whole, no, the whole time everyone was like, I know, like movies that you've never heard of like Pulp Juno. Fiction mm. and I'm like okay have you ever seen any foreign films before like Parasite like yeah. Parasite by uh blah, blah 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 Miyazaki you guys ever seen um no yeah me neither we're doing Wild at Heart because David Lynch is is that like an eraser head or is that like a Twin Peaks it's like a Twin Peaks is that like an eraser head is, is, is this movie, movie based or is it a cringe pill cringe pilled here let me show you memes so you know which one is which it's okay tell me it's based man okay, okay it's based it's based just like Twin Peaks we're on season 2 what up high five the only good thing about eraser head is the baby that everyone references is to and other things, and they're like, blah, 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 a race ahead, baby. Dude, he looks so weird. <laughs> Dude. This movie was wasted on you guys. Lynch is like, bro, what if my movie was kind of loud? Fuck <laughs> 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 Lynch, what are we doing after this piss Lynch movie? Your turn. After the piss Lynch movie, we have a good idea. It will be a surprise episode. But I don't know the idea. Well, I told it to you. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I remember. Spoil it. No. no, I can't do it. We'll talk about it next week. I won't be invited back if I spoil it. You won't be. That'll be it. I'll invite you back. You won't. You don't have that power. I will delete the Instagram. Fine. Whoa, whoa, wait. That's not fine. Our 60 followers will... We're just close to signing to Galaxy Records. Come on. Please, please, please. Yeah. I'll promote it on that guy's thing. <laughs> if you guys don't listen to me and accept my input, I will... Go to him and spend all your money. Do it. 
please don't. All right, Wild of Heart next week. That was the episode. Bye. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast.